Welcome to Episode 6 of the Legacy Video Lounge. I'm your host, Steve Pender. I'm a personal historian and videobiographer and president of Family Legacy Video Incorporated in Tucson, Arizona. You can visit Family Legacy Video on the web at FamilyLegacyVideo.com. In this segment, we're going to hear about the benefits of Legacy Videos from an actual Family Legacy Video client. And we'll get started right after this. Sunlight rippling off the lake. The pop of our lures hitting the water. My pole jumping as a bass hits my line. Those fishing trips with Dad were special. And now his grandkids will learn about the ones that got away. Thanks to Family Legacy Video. Now you can share your life stories in a custom legacy video your family will cherish. To learn more, visit FamilyLegacyVideo.com or call 520-743-4090. That's 520-743-4090. FamilyLegacyVideo.com. A number of years ago, I had the honor to collaborate with the families of David Lamb and Robbie Firestone. We first created a video biography featuring David's mother. I was flattered when David and Robbie hired me to produce another legacy video, this time celebrating the life story of Robbie's father. Now, I'm always talking about the benefits that both storytellers and their families reap from their legacy video projects. But I thought you might enjoy hearing what an actual client has to say about the subject. And David was kind enough to share his thoughts with me during a recent phone call. Here it is. Tell me about your motivations for creating the video biography that featured your mom. I think that that, uh, there were were two motivations. one, as you know, I was president of the State Historical Society of Washington, and I see the enormous value of firsthand oral history with imagery that uh, you create with a family legacy video. Um, and And so many times over the last you know, 30 years, we've heard, heard people say, oh, gee, I wish that somebody had interviewed dot, 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 uh, a prominent figure in family or public life. And it didn't happen. So making that happen for my family with um, my mother, uh, who was uh, an early female executive and um, uh, an elected official in the state of Washington, and then also with my father-in-law, um, who was a, a 35-year uh, Marine and served in Korea and in Vietnam, um, we, we, we overcame that hurdle of, of capturing their voices today while they're still strong and, and capable. And the second one was a little bit more uh, deeply personal in that my wife and I, uh, at the time we were commissioning this, were endeavoring to have uh, children at a time when the surviving uh, matriarch and patriarch of our respective families, the only moms and dads we had left, were aging, and we wanted to capture their voices for a prospective child. We haven't been successful yet. We're looking at adopting, but that same uh, capturing of, of story is there both for the public at large in an historic sense and for uh, family members who will come downstream because uh, 
I have two adult children uh, who will, uh, good Lord willing, have children of their own one day and the ability to hear their grandmother's story and see it, uh, a pretty appealing uh, idea. Now, I first met you, your, your, your wife, uh, Robbie, had, uh, had found me, I guess, uh, through a, an online search. And uh, initially, then we worked on the video biography, uh, as, as we've mentioned, featuring your mom. And then, and then we uh, created one for uh, Robbie and her family, uh, uh, featuring the life story of her father. W- what were your expectations ab- about the process, if any, if any, before we started? And... You know, did did your expectations change as we went through it, or were they met or exceeded? Well, Steve, I mean, one of the things that we discovered and that motivated us to become repeat customers is you are very, very good at what you do. And probably the unintended benefit that came from the process that you set up at Family Legacy Videos is we got the family engaged in looking for the ancillary pieces. In other words, a lot of, of uh, old photos, uh, letters, uh, things that reach back in history that became part of the story that you told of my mom and of, of Robbie's dad. And, you know, for Robbie's dad, it um, uh, he was a Vietnam veteran. and didn't like uh, looking in that rearview mirror very much and doing the family legacy video afforded him uh, a safe place to go back and dig out old photos and reminisce about things that might have otherwise been uncomfortable for him uh, that Robbie never knew about that, you know, were tales of, of his uh, past that um, uh, he was uh, invited to to uh, dig up that uh, otherwise the family might never see. What were the benefits you saw that perhaps your mom and and Robbie's dad experienced as as they went through the process of creating their legacy videos? There were a number of them, and and you know that um, that uh, motivation to to go and, and dig out uh, archival materials that would otherwise have just been collecting dust was one. Um, the other one, which I think is is really a great lesson I've learned in, in the aging of my father, who died when he was 86, and my mother, who's now 93, and, and Robbie's dad, who's in his 80s, is... Weighing a goal out for an aging person that is exciting and engaging is very energizing for them. And, uh, you know, my mom still takes a lot of joy in uh, in showing her video to family and, and interested folks. And for uh, an older parent or grandparent, the the objective of of completing the video and being part of the process is a great tonic. And then it becomes something that that they can reach out and touch to show others how their lives were lived. And I think that extends 
the joy in, in their later years of life. Benefits from the standpoint of the family versus your mom or Robbie's dad. I know we've touched on that a little bit, but anything else that you can add to that? Any other way that you see the project has benefited your family or will benefit your family going forward? If you don't do this, then that voice is not preserved for a future generation. And I think in the era, Steve, when you worked with our family, things got created in, in DVDs and, and, you know, they weren't on floppy disks or Super 8 or something like that. And there'll be another technology that, that we'll want to store these on the cloud or something. But, you know, in my experience uh, in, in the professional realm of history, um, if you don't catch it, it's gone forever that when the last surviving memory flickers and goes dim, then the stories are gone. Whereas if they are preserved in some fashion, they are preserved forever. I uh, just the other day was reading the uh, history of my great-grandfather's Massachusetts regiment in the Civil War. And come to find out that immediately after the Civil War, it was very, very common for these regiments, which were often raised from a particular community, to do a history. And that becomes really a a part of not only the telling of the tale of Civil War, but also of the lives of members of, of a community. So for the community of Poplar Bluff, Missouri, where uh, Robbie's dad lives, or Grace Harbor County, Washington, where my mom lives. Um, their stories, their voices are, are there for as long as we can preserve the media. Just in closing, uh, anything else you'd want to say about your experience with Family Legacy Video, and perhaps to any folks now listening to our conversation who you know, might be on the fence or just starting to think about a legacy video project of their own. Do it. Do it sooner rather than later. Do it with great gusto. Uh, recognize that it's going to take some work, but it's it's very satisfying work. I know that my uh, son and daughter got very engaged in working with their grandmother on the imagery and and stories and were in touch with family of hers back in eastern Canada in a way that they wouldn't have been had we not done this. Um, You know, I, I have no financial interest in your business, but I think that you deliver enormous value to a family in capturing that legacy and in uh, giving members of the family who are involved in, in creating a story uh, a memorable experience that they wouldn't get any other way except through the creation of, uh, of a piece and, and the methods you use with your crew to both uh, guide the gathering of material and the composition ultimately of the great editing work that you do, and there needs to be a lot of editing. Um, it's a wonderful experience, and uh, I think a, a, a priceless value. Well, thank you, David. I really appreciate your sharing your thoughts and experiences. 
uh, with me and uh, the listeners here at the Legacy Video Lounge. And personally, it's it's always gratifying for me to hear how the legacy videos that Family Legacy Video creates for its clients uh, benefits uh, them and their families. I hope that uh, that we can continue to uh, promote your good work because it is good work. That's it for this segment of the Legacy Video Lounge. If you have any questions or comments, please email them to me at steve at familylegacyvideo.com. And if you like the podcast, I invite you to subscribe. Until next time, I'm Steve Pender reminding you that everyone has a story. Isn't it time you told yours? Music